I am Pragita Sharma, and this is Poetry Now. What had happened was that my late husband, Dale Sherard, who was a composer, was diagnosed with esophageal cancer. This poem is an attempt to kind of process how quickly everything escalated, because it was just so rapid fire. When I met Dale, he actually had the best, I've said this before, but he had the best pickup line. But he said, you have to have dinner with me in the next two days or forget the whole thing. (laughs) And I thought there was a whole thing. So that was very exciting. He was really funny and really irreverent. So we had a very rich life together as artists. Grief Sequence 7 I thought he was over-medicating himself and planning his suicide. I took the pills away from him. He looked defeated. He said as much. I felt sorry for both of us. His expressions held this enormity and a seared, exhausted center. Spatial discomfort started to affect him, but didn't take hold till the next day, when he started to lose consciousness, and rattled the house, yelling about thieves, robbers, drunks, and pill snatchers. We didn't know what was going on. The tumor was rapidly metastasizing its mass through his cerebellum. His body became harder to manage, and he sprung through the house with fear tugging violently at his bile duct tube. Asia and I camped in the front rooms. The last night of intimacy, of lucidity, unbeknownst to me, we sat together, huddled, and I caressed him, cradling his arms, his legs, and his penis. I was sure we had time left for more, but this was the last time he spoke and searched my face and looked at me with a recognition I understood. It's how we moved out of consciousness, and I am haunted by those last days before we succumbed to hospice. I remember how stunning he was resting in bed that week before in our library with a cornflower blue sheeted bed made by Ashby and Spider. In that bed, in unofficial hospice, he had a look of wonder when we put movies on. He excited over Wilson, the ball and castaway, and stared unblinkingly at Tom Hanks. We giggled over this and appreciated how Andrew put the Eno station on next and Asia lit and framed the sheeted bed with a twinkling lamp, an illuminant, bulbs he found soothing. We all watched him compose in the air to Philip Glass. I wished we could have unleashed him to his afterlife then. That's what he would have wanted, a release to his own universe, sonant and material, an ethereal ball, an awkward Tom Hanks, a Wilson, and a castaway in a glittering, hand-printed sea. This death sequence was the one I wanted for him. We all die alone, and that is the thing that I've learned so much about. When you love someone, you have to let them die the way they want to. Part of the gift of being married or being with someone is to let them die and to, to be the person they can die with. That was Pragita Sharma and her poem, Grief Sequence 7. I'm Katie Claxon, and this is Poetry Now, a production of the Poetry Foundation and the WFMT Radio Network. For more about this series, go to poetryfoundation.org slash poetrynow.